Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast where we teach you how to travel the world, but also how to save money on things like accommodation. And that's one of the big costs when you're traveling is finding a place to stay. Not only the cost, but quality and uh, uh, the adaptability to your needs. Uh, so today we actually have a very special guest. His name is Epi Nekaj, and he's actually in from the US, but he's currently in Stockholm, Sweden. I'm over here in Bogota, Colombia. So the internet might be a little bit... Uh, <laughs> On and off, so apologies about that. Uh, on the interview today, we'll be finding about Epi's uh, business called Go Go Places, and the website's gogoplaces.co, and uh, you can find out more, and you'll obviously be able to find out much more from the co-founder himself, Epi. So, Epi, to start off with, uh, why did we uh, get to know you a little bit better? If you want to share a little bit more about yourself, yeah, thanks, uh, Ricky. Uh, really. A Breakcast uh, or a V blog, um, uh, you know, uh, the, the the whole idea started basically. So I run two companies. One is my crowdsourcing week, and this one is the Google Place, which we found about uh, a few months ago. The idea started uh, back last year. I was on a business trip in Rome, and um, a friend, a good friend of mine from Boston, he is an architect by trade, and basically. Uh, he really wanted to uh, love living in Ad by the Adriatic Sea, so he bought a home and moved his family, uh, like you. <laughs> but uh, he bought a home and stayed there, and uh, wanted to build this community-built resort. Um, long story short, I was in Rome and I went there to visit him. And over the uh, beer in his house, we were talking about like why we would want to build a. Uh, a resort in a place where pretty much has a three months, three months of a high season, uh, and you know we discovered that there's a there's a lot of homes, a lot of summer homes in Croatia. They stay idle during off season, so that's where the whole idea started of uh, Google Places. And then we said, why don't we just build the technology for for that, which will utilize uh, idle homes, uh, pretty much for sitting in the during off season places. Awesome, and we know uh, for sure that there's a lot of unused homes that are just sitting there collecting dust. Some people use it for things like uh, house sitting or having relatives over, uh, but I think it's a great uh, revenue source that you can actually use at home to have guests, uh, which also allows the home to be secure, but also allows you to have another source of income. Uh, so tell us about Google Places in terms of uh, what is it and how does it work? Yeah, so uh, that's, a, that's a good thing. Uh, so we're, we're trying to solve um, two problems, two main problems from the uh, supply side and also from a demand side. So when I say the supply side, I'm talking about the, uh, the homeowners. Um, the problem is that, that uh, the uh, average homeowner, a summer home, that they own a summer home, they end up staying uh, 36 days out of the year in their summer homes. And then on top of they end up renting it, but basically the home sits idle for uh, quite a long time. Uh, so that's the, one of the problems we want to solve. So we want to really generate some uh, other revenues for them during the off-season. Now, when it comes from a demand side, we're trying to solve the problem for the uh, digital nomads. Basically, like you, um, you end up spending a lot of time finding that place, and by the go to that place, you don't really find it that's nice. And so we're trying to really make that that process as easy as 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 possible, so you don't have to waste that time looking for the place. So we want to make it very seamless 
and uh, very transparent between the owners and the reputation, all that stuff. And I, I think your big differential, uh, as opposed to something like an Airbnb or a VRBO or some of those other sites, is the personal concierge service. So, for example, me, uh, you know, I'm traveling with my wife and kids, and we look for a place with a, a washroom and a kitchen and uh, no stairs. And, uh, you know, obviously in the center of town, near restaurants and shops. So, based on my needs as a parent, uh, you'll be able to help fulfill that, right? Yeah, I mean, we really want to make it as 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 easier to use in terms of like finding that place. So the area that we are really looking into it, like more like going into like a, on a flexible living for people who are really looking for uh, places to stay longer than one month uh, and basically uh, uh, get into them. Uh, of course, uh, every single listing that goes to Google Places must have a Wi-Fi, so it's like if they don't have their own Wi-Fi, we don't get them on our on our on our on our listing. So that's a requirement. They don't they cannot go and just borrow the Wi-Fi from a cafe next door. They, they must have their own Wi-Fi in a place. So there's some key requirements that we ask for the people to list in our in our Google Places. So not only should you have Wi-Fi, but you should have good Wi-Fi because uh, most places have Wi-Fi, including the place I'm staying in now. Uh, and for those of you listening, you won't be able to see, but I'm actually in a hostel in Bogota, Colombia. I'm actually going to give you a little tour here. Uh, so right. this is the hostel, and you can see other people, uh, uh, you know, milling about, having breakfast, uh, you know, just uh, connecting with each other. But the problem is the Wi-Fi isn't very strong, so I struggle to do these kind of interviews. Uh, especially around like uh, for example now it's morning here in uh, Colombia and uh, what happens is a lot of people are on the internet at the same time on Netflix on YouTube on social media on email and that screws up my video streaming so what I'm looking for not only <laughs> Wi-Fi but strong Wi-Fi so how, how yeah. do you actually buy strong versus weak Wi-Fi do you have like a, a speed tester or do you just take it um, uh, based on what they say that they have good Wi-Fi because a lot of people say they have good Wi-Fi but when you actually go there, the Wi-Fi is horrible. Yeah, I, I mean, we, uh, when, when, they, when they put the listing, we really asked them specifically about that question. Is this your Wi-Fi and it's a strong Wi-Fi or is just a weak Wi-Fi? Uh, and that's something that we've taken. And of course, later on, we will implement a, a different ways how we're going to really, uh, find out more about the... Uh, but I think for us, this is one of the key requirements for the listings to make sure that, uh, and you know, for example, myself, I, I didn't give, give much of the story by myself. When I was bootstrapping my company, Crowdsourcing Week, um, uh, you know, Singapore is a quite an expensive place. Uh, and to have a, a place in Singapore and to go all around the world and travel, uh, it didn't really make sense. And we didn't really have money back then. So I, I convinced my wife, to, my wife just to get rid of the home and just live on Airbnb for two years. So we ended up living in Airbnb for two years, and we went to uh, 50 places, over 30 countries over these two years. Uh, the problem that we always found that, you know, um, is that not many places have a good or strong, reliable Wi-Fi. So what I end up asking, I end up asking this specific question when I, li when I, when I was booking a place, I said, do you have a reliable Wi-Fi? And basically, people answer yes. 
those were really uh, quite a good good places for the Wi-Fi. So asking that question is just kind of like uh, making sure that uh, you know they understand that the Wi-Fi, the, the internet must be strong because in our case for Google Places, we are really going after people who are really working remotely. They must have this taken care of 100%. Yeah, you know, I've done, uh, you know, around 100 interviews on this podcast, and I asked people what are the major struggles. I mean, obviously, there's loneliness and, uh, you know, kind of like uh, the frustration of packing and packing, but over and over, the same theme comes up. The, the struggle of a digital nomad is the Wi-Fi issue. And nowadays, I actually do speed tests to make sure that I can do what I need to do, which is uh, you know video streamings, because not only do I do these podcasts, but I do uh, coaching calls. And with the coaching calls, people are paying me for my time. And obviously, if they're paying me, they want to make sure that it's reliable in terms of uh, the, the punctuality, in terms of uh, the content, but also yeah. in terms of the connection, uh, because I can't coach someone if they can barely hear me. So uh, <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you're helping us digital nomads solve the problem of our Wi-Fi struggles, because yeah. I, I really hope um, you know uh, uh, it, it will get solved, kind of on the general level, but also on um, you know a specific job level for the digital nomad community. Uh, for me, for example, I'm in Bogota, and we're heading over to Medellin, which is a big digital nomad hub, uh, similar to Bali or Chiang Mai or uh, you know other places around the world. So Medellin, we're actually going to be doing something similar to what you said, like staying about a month. And we haven't started looking. We're thinking of, are we going to look on Craigslist? Are we looking on b But I like the idea of a concierge, because it's a lot of work to look for accommodation. So how does it work with a concierge? Uh, do you have a list of criteria? And there's actually someone um, on your team who actually looks for something, and they give you a list. Uh, can you break it down in terms of how the concierge part of the business works? Yeah. So. so Again, we're in a, a late stage MVP at the moment, and basically um, half of the thing, uh, technology takes care of it, and half of it, like it's it's a manual work uh, in the back. And this is how pretty much we got connected because one of our associates reached out to you and asked, "Hey, Ricky, um, if you travel around the world, because we saw that you have a really big, ambitious goal to go to uh, places that you've never been, pretty much in every single country that you've never been." Uh, and I really give a big kudos to you. You're traveling with the three kids, and they're all like uh, uh, toddlers, right? Yes, yeah, <laughs> so, five-year-old, three-year-old, and one-year-old. This is really amazing. I really give you a big kudos. Like, we really want to really make sure that you, you really don't have to worry about that. And uh, what we're asking is that that you like to give us the our best sub or requirements, including the budget, have a thing in our that ourselves men just next month to extra yeah good for me and I think on we're able to uh 
That's anyway. Oh, I think we got we. It's there's a delay there. <laughs> no, I can hear you, Epi. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of funny we're talking about bad Wi-Fi, and here we are demonstrating it on the call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Epi, where do you see the vision for your company? I mean, uh, it is very early stages now as we're talking, and I'm sure people will be listening in the next few months, next few years. But where is your ultimate vision? Where do you want to see this company go? Yeah. Uh, great question. So. What I like to see, I really want to make um, this uh, an application uh, that is as easy as, as what Tinder has made it for dating. We want to make it for living. So you are in a bar, you want to decide that next week you want to go and live in two of the different places for next three months. You can just do that by using our app. So that's the vision that I'm going for. And today, there is a technology available. There's a pool of talent out there that we can really attract to really make this thing work. Uh, and we're really excited. I mean, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of stuff that we're learning. Uh, there are amazing uh, different uh, uh, data pipeline that we can, we can bring into the whole entire engineering uh, in, in a backend to make things possible, including like looking into like a, the flights, what type of flights they fly, budget airlines, or whatever that is. So we want to make that as easy as possible uh, just by flipping pretty much and flipping the pages and looking for places. I, I love the fact that you want to go beyond just accommodation because that is the struggle as well of us who travel a lot is uh, looking for cheap flight. And I just wish someone else would do it for me. So I think you're on to something, Epi. Uh, you, if you're able to do stuff, for us, and uh, basically, we're not paying for it up front. It's basically a, a, a bit of the commission from the back end that you're receiving, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the, the commission is very nominal, uh, and uh, we're really not really focusing so much on that uh, at the moment. What we're really focusing on a, on a, on the, on a customer, uh, on, a, on the uh, very user experience uh, focus, what the experience will look like, the interaction, and learning about what are the uh, challenges that the digital nomads are facing. Uh, because uh, in the end, uh, unless we really understand those, those pain points, we are not going to be able to really build a really good application. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, that's uh, exactly what I'm doing right now with all these podcast interviews. And uh, I have a few Udemy courses, and I'm looking for the specific pain points. Uh, and I think uh, it has to do with the lack of community, definitely uh, people on the road, they're getting lonely. Especially if they're traveling alone, they're going to get more lonely. Uh, but even if they're couples, um, usually what happens with couples is that uh, most people ignore couples and uh, the couples are kind of isolated. And with families as, as well, I mean, uh, even though kids are great bridge builder, most people ignore families because they think they want their privacy. And uh, my, my, uh, you know, in my case, for example, my biggest struggle is uh, having the stability and um, kind of the friendships for our kids. For me, I'm cool with making friends and you know making new friends in the next city, next country, next continent, uh, and obviously keep in touch with social media. But for me, as a traveling dad, how do I keep this relationship strong and solid for my young kids? Because that's what they need: stability, security, friendship, and uh, you know, for their really growth stages. And obviously, education is a big one. So um, I know I know your company doesn't solve those problems necessarily, no. but. But, but but I was amazed because I, I literally I had no clue that there is digital nomad families like you, and what I what we discovered we also discovered there's also um, uh, all types of books that are available on Amazon about homeschooling, and I'm sure you probably 
started doing some homeschooling for your kids. Uh, and to me, I really see that this is a, 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 a really a, a journey uh, that, that, you know, you as a parent, you've taken this. I mean, it's, uh, it's for some people, it's uh, super risky. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Uh, but on the other hand, like uh, you're doing something very different that you're giving a, an experience of a lifetime to your kids, which I think they'll remember a lot more that they'll end up remembering like uh, uh, reading the textbooks and stuff like that. Uh, nothing wrong with the textbooks, but I think it's the, uh, it's a very different type of uh, uh, teaching that goes for the, uh, for the kids. And I think this is really amazing. You definitely read my mind. That's exactly how I feel about education. I feel it's a very much a hybrid approach of a textbook book traditional schooling and also like homeschooling you know supplementing the traditional schooling with uh, textbook uh, at home and also YouTube learning and like things like uh, Khan Academy and great uh, homeschooling resources plus world schooling learning uh, history and culture and geography and economics from actually being in the countries the continents connecting with the locals so it is very much a hybrid approach for me so uh, you know and I, I yeah. think yeah what you're offering is a great uh, solution to people like myself and they're literally hundreds of uh, traveling families like are it uh, not just short-term two-week getaways but uh, for six months what, what I find uh, very common uh, the a family will take one year off it might be a gap year it might be just a time off work or they might have remote work independent location work and and there's some others who are actually doing it for much longer like um, so, some of the people I've interviewed have been four to five to longer um, and they just they've created a lifestyle where that is their new normal and uh, yeah, yeah. Part, part of the new normal is having that accommodation uh, so I think you your solution is a great uh, um, solution to our problems. <laughs> yeah, and you know, obviously, you know, we're, we're we're not going to be one of those applications that you know solve all kinds of problems. What we really want to solve, we want to really solve that housing problem uh, that today exists uh, for the homeowners, pretty much, and for the uh, for digital nomads to begin with. And later on, of course, we can expand to other demographics and other people but uh, i think digital nomads is a quite of a big uh, big space that we need to focus now just to give a little bit of perspective like when we started google places i was amazed that there are about two hundred thousand summer homes available in croatia alone itself and so you can think about like you know uh, this is these are these homes are really completely like just sitting there and if we're just able to really tap 10 percent of that market you know, just for creation and other places, we're able to really like match uh, uh, the dots, the connect the dots in this marketplace. And I think uh, it, it could be uh, much easier for you to go in a really nice home, which you have, uh, you know, you have the, everything that is required for you to cook and all that stuff, rather than just stay in a hostel and all these things. So those are the things that we're really trying to look at it. And uh, I think it's in a... Uh, a journey is uh, what really matters, and that's what we want to focus right now. Go through the journey, uh, you know. Go with the guys like you who are traveling and understand like what are you really looking for, and uh, what what are the pain points, and then from there try to resolve really those those problems as soon as possible. Well, I, I wish you the best with this business uh, that you're uh, in the midst of launching. Uh, I'm definitely going to be trying it out, maybe in Medellin, the next city down the road from uh, Bogota here. And uh, I know I'll be traveling uh, uh, in South America for the next few months, uh, until the end of the year at least. And we are probably going to do a longer stays, maybe in Buenos Aires, 
maybe Lima. So I'll definitely be uh, looking uh, for uh, your help. Yeah, I mean, uh, since you have this ambitious goal to go and, and be in all these countries that you haven't been, uh, we really want to really uh, help you and find these places. So you can count on us uh, for your next travels, and we'll try our best to really accommodate them to find it, find a place that it is uh, for that fits the budget and fits everything for you. Sounds good, Epi. So if people wanted to uh, try it out themselves, uh, you know, what is the website, the ways that they can actually give it a test drive? Yeah, I mean, uh, you can just go to gogoplaces.co, uh, and there we have a, a booking tab on a upper right-hand corner uh, where you can go. Croatia has most of the listings at the moment, but we're adding uh, also other countries, uh, Portugal and Italy and, and Malta and also Greece as well. Uh, but a lot of them will be around Europe to begin with, and our goal is to really get as as quickly as possible to many other countries as well. Uh, so, yeah, and also we're offering like a vouchers for people to use. So whatever the uh, price listing is there, uh, we end up giving vouchers of 50 euros if you're going to refer three friends to Google Places. Well, affiliate marketing is a great way for us digital nomads to make money, so I'll definitely be doing sending some affiliate links to my network. Awesome, and I'm really looking forward to work on that too as well. So. So thanks again for the interview, and uh, you know, uh, best wishes on the company once again. And uh, make sure you check out Epi's website once again. It's go go places.cl, and we'll catch you in the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you how to make money and also how to save money on accommodation uh, through our episodes. So happy travels, everyone! We'll catch you in the next episode.